Do you like free stuff? I do. BlueprintMCAT.com. Go sign up for a free account. Get access to Blueprint MCAT's Diagnostic, Blueprint MCAT's Full Length One, Blueprint MCAT's amazing brand new space repetition platform with over 1,600 flashcards already made for you, as well as their amazing study planner tool. Schedule out the content so you know if you are on track to take the MCAT when you need to. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com for all of those free goodies. The MCAT Podcast, session number 49. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Blueprint MCAT. The MCAT Podcast is free MCAT prep to help you understand the MCAT, teach you how to break down questions, and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. Welcome to the MCAT Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host today, as well as the host of the Pre-Med Years Podcast, Specialty Stories Podcast, and the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. Today, we're going to continue our trend of grab bag discrete questions. So we're going to answer discrete questions from a ton of different specialty areas or, or topic areas, not one specific topic. So let's go ahead and dive right in. All right, Brian, back again for another grab bag of science discrete questions. Are you excited today? Absolutely. I'm always stoked to do MCAT practice. <laughs> All right. So uh, again, for if you are new listening, go to the MCATpodcast.com slash 49. You can download the handout for uh, this episode, the one that we're specifically looking at right now, going over these questions so you can follow along with us. Ryan, why don't you start us off with 27? Sure. Which of the following molecules would be expected to have the lowest tissue concentrations in active skeletal muscle deprived of O2? Active skeletal muscle deprived of O2. Glyceraldehyde 3-phosphate, lactate, citrate, pyruvate. So. Got a metabolism question. Skeletal muscle actively working, right? But in the absence of O2, right? So we're we're talking about anaerobic, the kind of quick explosive muscle movement rather than, you know, sustained marathon kind of muscle movement. Mm -hmm. And then they wanted which one of these things is not there would be would be the lowest concentration. Um, now, if you're not sure, right, if you're like, well, I don't, I don't get what's going on with this skeletal muscle thing, you could play a little bit of our, our favorite game, Ryan, which one of these is not like the other, which one doesn't belong. Mm -hmm. And if you recognized glyceraldehyde 3-phosphate, lactate and pyruvate all have something in common, they're all parts of glycolysis, right? So glyceraldehyde 3-phosphate is kind of in the middle of the chain, pyruvate's the final step, and then pyruvate can get um, fermented into lactate. All, all anaerobic, all part of glycolysis. So the right answer then is citrate because that's part of aerobic respiration, the Krebs cycle, mm -hmm. so or the citric acid cycle, right? If you remembered its other name, you might go, oh, wait, citrate, citric <laughs> acid cycle. That's different. Let me pick that choice. Uh, and that would be the right answer, right? You'd get it right and you'd move on. Yeah. I wouldn't have got that right, but yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Question 29, which of the following factors would be most likely to cause acetic acid to completely disassociate in aqueous solution? A, higher temperatures, which increase the pKa of the acid. B, 
enzymes that catalyze the forward reaction, C, continuous addition of acetic acid to the solution, or D, continuous removal of protons from the solution. Yeah, so acetic acid. Yeah. We, you want to walk into the MCAT recognizing some of your classic, you know, weak acids and weak bases. Um, and acetic acid is a classic weak acid. I mean, it's literally vinegar, right? We eat it <laughs> yeah. on a regular basis. Um, but the question then wanted it to completely dissociate, but it's a weak acid. It doesn't really dissociate very much. So we need to drive the process of dissociation forward. We need to rip those protons off the acetic acid. And when in doubt in Gen Chem, one of the big touchstones you can go back to is good old Le Chatelier, our, our favorite French chemist. Uh, and think about the fact that if you want to drive a reaction forward to completion, one way to do that is to remove the products. So if the acetic acid breaks apart into acetate and proton, remove the proton. So answer choice D. If you remove the proton by Le Chatelier's principle, that will cause the reaction to continue moving forward. Uh, and so answer choice D could theoretically eventually get you to complete dissociation. Okay. Good old Le Chatelier. Yeah, everybody's favorite. <laughs> All right. Question 47? Uh, sure, I guess I'm on this one. Uh, assuming... All other conditions are equal. Which of the following amino acids is expected to have the most positive charge at physiological pH? Uh, ARG, MET, ASN, or ASP? Oh, sorry, just real quick. Those are individual amino acids, and I was giving you the three-letter abbreviation. <laughs> uh, just so people don't think I'm reading off one-letter abbreviation. So again, one more time. The positive charge at physiological pH, ARG, MET, ASN, or ASP? Uh, and, and Ryan, we, we just a couple of weeks back did another amino acid question and I, I had to throw one more into the grab bag and, and lo, lo and behold, we pulled it out of the grab bag because as we had said before, they're so important. Biochemistry is, is on two of the four sections, uh, and amino acids is one of the foundational things in biochem. So we got to do another one here. Positive charge at physiological pH. Uh, so you would be expected to walk in knowing that that's arginine and that ARG is the three-letter abbreviation for arginine. Uh, methionine, M-E-T, uh, and asparagine, A-S-N, are both neutral amino acids. They have a, a sulfur-containing group and, a, and an amide group, but they're neutral at physiological pH. Um, and then aspartic acid, uh, or aspartate, is a negative charge at physiological pH. Okay. Brian, I, I picture you as somebody that because of your love of amino acids or, or presumed love, just hearing you talk about them. I, I picture your, uh, your decorations in your house being just lots of pictures of amino acids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Well, as much as I might like to have nerdy science decorations <laughs> all over my house, uh, uh, I, I, think, I think my wife would object <laughs> uh, and would insist on on putting back up her her picture of a, a an O'Keefe painting or <laughs> whatever she would prefer. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I have to. It, although it's funny you mentioned that in my office, where in my home office where I do all my work, the walls are plastered with MCAT um, uh, like like mnemonic study sheets and stuff. So literally, as you said that, I was looking up at my wall where I have um, the MCAT dates for for the current calendar year and right next to it a study sheet with all the amino acids on it <laughs> i knew it i knew it yeah. all right yeah you found me out <laughs> question 59 
in which of the following societies would enemy? What's that? How do you pronounce yeah, that? Enemy. An- enemy most likely be observed. A, a high school st- uh, a high school with a science and technology focus in which students who graduate are far more likely than average high school students to believe that arts funding is a waste of public money. B, a college campus on which students are required to make such extensive use of technology that the level of normal face-to-face interaction drops precipitously low, uh, below the norm at other college campuses. C, a large corporation, a large corporate campus for a multinational food additive company in which upper management actively promotes certain political views and candidates, or D, a committee of military generals with high group cohesiveness that overestimates its own ability to make military planning decisions and is unwilling to consider dissent. So I have to know what enemy means. Yeah, yeah. We it's a, a classic sociology concept, right? That when you have the the enemy of society, um, before you could answer this, right? You'd have to to uh, any one of these could represent enemy. Although um, one answer choice should definitely stand out to the well prepared MCAT student as representing a different concept. If you couldn't remember enemy, so um, Ryan, that last one where you have a group of people with really high cohesiveness, unwilling to kind of consider outside views. Um, that's a classic example of groupthink. Um, where, uh, that, I mean, it's literally the definition of groupthink. A cohesive group, doesn't unwilling to hear dissent. So even if you didn't know what anomie is, but you knew what groupthink was, you could go, oh, well, D is groupthink, let me cross that out. Uh, and then these others, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what anomie is, let me just make a guess. Um, and, you know, I always want to emphasize to students that you don't, um, you, you, there's this incorrect perception of like, oh, I can always get it down to two and then I get the wrong one. This like cat, <laughs> this like dismissal of process of elimination, right? This idea of like, oh, well, if I only cross one or two off, then I have failed at all of life. I, I'm just, everything is bad. <laughs> and I always say like, no, get as close as you can to the right answer. Ideally get the actual right answer, but if nothing else, cross one or two off. Uh, as opposed to just kind of casually dismissing it out of hand. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so enemy, the concept there is is it, it's a situation in which society begins to break down because the normal um, interactions and, and values uh, of a society have started to fall apart. Uh, and it is primarily characterized by alienation and isolation. Uh, so... Uh, it, it, you know, when when people are feeling isolated from each other, they're they're feeling alienated from their their larger society. Uh, so in this case, uh, the answer choice B, the college students are using such extensive use of technology that normal face to face interaction drops precipitously. So by not having that direct contact with their peers, uh, that's a society that could be expressing this idea of anomy. Okay, so it sounds like where we're going as a society right now. With all, yeah, with all of our phones. Right. Yeah, there you go. Right, it's every day. There's another study that says you know social media and all these phones and and all that stuff is, makes you unhappy and is bad for you and and we're just barreling ahead into it. But so I I, I want to throw in I mean it's not really MCAT related, but it's kind of related to what we were just talking about. There was and I need to find the article, but somebody who I follow online was talking about an article from the late 1800s 
that it was like a newspaper article and they were saying how society was being upended and society was was going to end and things were changing and it wasn't good and do you know what they were talking about Brian novels no kaleidoscopes everybody <laughs> in town was walking around with their face glued to their kaleidoscope looking through it at, at all the fun shapes that it made <laughs> so history is just repeating itself over and over and over again with just different things yeah, there you go. It's always the the children these days are disrespectful of their elders, gobble their food and whatever, and it's some quote from like Aristotle or whatever. Yep. yep. There you go. All right. That's a, a fun non-MCAT way to end the MCAT podcast. There you go. I will see everybody next week. All right. There you have it. Another episode under our belt for grab bag discreet questions. If you have any thoughts of topics that you would like us to cover here on the MCAT podcast, shoot me an email, ryan at medicalschoolhq.net. Did you know that Next Step Test Prep is most known for their one-on-one tutoring, but they have an amazing new class called the MCAT class or MCAT course. You can check it out by going to nextstepmcat.com. Through that course, they have over 100 hours of videos you get access to all 10 of their MCAT full lengths. You get access to the AAMC full lengths and materials. You get access to five live office hours every week talking to instructors. And all for a price much, much less than any of those other big box test prep companies out there. More information, more contact with the teachers and for a cheaper price. Use the promo code MCATPOD, that's all capital letters, all one word, MCATPOD, M-C-A-T-P-O-D, to save even more money when you buy the MCAT class. You can use that code with tutoring and just buying the full lengths as well separately if you would like. Again, that's MCATPOD at nextstepmcat.com. Have a great week. We'll see you next time here at the MCAT Podcast.